A lot of people have been saying that the Pokemon TCG is dead and done. We're here to tell you the exact opposite. Now is the time to buy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Gym Leaders Podcast, where we talk all things Pokemon TCG, and really, just Pokemon in general, because we're kind of like fangirling over here for Pokemon stuff. I'm Travis with TCG Funhouse. And I'm ASX with ASX TCG, ready to talk about why you should buy some Pokemon cards here. That's right, guys. That's right. That is the hot topic. And really, all of the Pokemon community is there's this section of people, and I even see the comments in my videos sometimes that just say, hey, Pokemon is dead. Why are you still making videos? Why are you still buying cards for your Pokemon investing, right? And we are going to talk about a couple of reasons why we think really right now is probably the best time to buy maybe ever in the Pokemon TCG. And we're also going to tell you why those people may just be negative Nancys and they're just maybe sad that they've lost some money during their Pokemon journey. But before we get into that conversation, ASX, tell me, how has been your experience maybe like the last 12 months or so in the Pokemon TCG? Oh man, it has been a roller coaster. I will say Such that. Such a loaded um, question, right? It, it, yeah, <laughs> it definitely is. Um, you know, because you know, there's so much. It's it's been good. It's you know, a lot more good than bad. I would say. Um, you know, but there's been some bad as well. Um, you know, from you know, we look back at 2020 and you know, just trying to even you know find a product that you could you know open or even keep sealed. Very you know, true. Out on the shelves was you know next to impossible. It felt like. Uh, you know, and then, you know, as we got further and further into 2021, um, you know, definitely a lot better feeling getting out there and going and seeing stuff on the shelves. Um, you know, so it's, uh, yeah, like I said, a lot more, a lot more good than bad, but, um, some interesting things have happened in the Pokemon community over the last year. I, uh, I completely agree with you. It has been, Really, like the past 24 months, even have been an absolute roller coaster ride, like you said, is the perfect term for it. Because we started off where Pokemon, I don't want to say it was at its lowest point. Um, that probably happened around 2015 and early 2016, was like the lowest point in the Pokemon trading card game. But even like right around like 18 and 19, you had to be a pretty big Pokemon fan or you played the Pokemon TCG competitively in order to even buy Pokemon cards, right? And then influencers grab it. Really popular people like Logan Paul get into the hobby, really get back into it because according to him, he actually enjoyed Pokemon a lot when he was younger, which big shout out to, to Logan Paul for that. Um, but, and then it brought in this huge flux of people that really created this artificially inflated market because there were so many people in the hobby who had no clue what was going on. And then once it became, you know, not the hottest girl on the street anymore, which that was a weird terminology. Don't ever let me repeat <laughs> that again. Um, but it wasn't the hottest topic anymore. 
you know, Logan Paul started doing his boxing thing. And even though he wore the Charizard to the ring, which was, which was kind of crazy, but that was like pretty dope. <laughs> Never thought I would ever see that. Um, right. You know, it just, it, it wasn't the flavor of the month anymore. And now all of these people who were creating all of this demand, right? Because everyone's always like, it's supply and demand, rah, rah, rah. So the demand was so high for so long, and then now they're leaving, right? Because they just don't like it anymore. They don't see they weren't they're not making tons and tons of money, and it kind of peaked and it hit its ceiling, and it wasn't going to go any higher. So everybody sold out. Now everybody's all about NFTs and crypto and all this other stuff. They've all kind of moved on. Um, all of those people are are the ones who are telling us that the Pokemon TCG is dead, right? To where true collectors. And true people who actually love Pokemon and the Pokemon TCG are still here. And there's a couple reasons why that it is still as, you know, warranted as ever to buy into the TCG. Because when you look at 2015 and 16 prices, you are still able to buy things like a Fossil Booster Box for like $700. And if you don't believe me, go check out Primetime Pokemon's uh, YouTube channel. You know Primetime, right, ASX? Yeah, I've definitely seen a lot of his videos. One of the OGs of uh, Pokemon yeah. unboxings, uh, like big shout out to him for holding down the fort when nobody else was opening Pokemon cards definitely. on YouTube. Um, but yeah, go watch some of his videos from like 2015 and 16 era. And he was actually doing vintage boxes um, and he gives you all the prices and all that stuff. And it's it's really insane to hear considering where prices are now. Um, really 10x, 12x times that price, uh, oh, yeah. maybe even more. So um, but yeah, that was like the floor of, of where the pricing is. Like, have you ever seen vintage Pokemon products for that cheap ASX? Man, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's been a while, I gotta say. Um, but you know, just kind of, I, I was always one of those guys that, you know, I, I, in my heart, I always loved Pokemon. You know, I was a huge fan when it first came out and, you know, kind of followed it throughout, you know, the, the time. Um, you know, that we're talking about when it was kind of at its lowest, you know, I wasn't collecting yep. or anything, but you know, I'd still look at like, you know, base that stuff online, you know, just for and that. You would, and you would watch yeah. right on YouTube, right? right? Yeah. Exactly, same here, dude. Exactly. I was the exact same boat as you. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, to, I mean, to hear at that time that it's like $700, it's like, I mean, at, at that time, you know, where I was in my life, I mean, that kind of seemed like a, a lot of money, but that's what know, I thought, you know, you know, for some like cardboard right you yep. know but you know yep. as you know we, we kind of look at it now and we see the price that Die it for is now prices. it's like man what we wish we could have done uh, had mm -hmm. we known you know a few years ago what what this was going to turn into um you know but uh yeah it is nice to kind of you know go back and kind of watch some of those older videos sometimes and remember the good old times right right and the, re the reason why i bring that up is because in terms of that market I do think that it's kind of dead right now. I would not go out right now and buy a Team Rocket Fossil Jungle booster box for ten dollars to $12,000 because I do think that the demand for that type of product is significantly lower, and I do think that that type of product is going to continue to drop and fall in price a little bit here and there, kind of similar to, like, vintage singles, right? The, the big high dollar singles like the holographic charizard holographic blastoise first edition shadowless like you know those kind of of cards which 
let's face it, have pretty much always been out of my price range and continue <laughs> to be out of my price range as they went up in price. Um, Definitely. <laughs> but that market, right? Like if you're a high roller, if you're a high, if you're a big baller, if you're a Logan Paul or a Gary V, or if you're one of those people that can literally drop millions on Pokemon cards, yes, the, the, the Pokemon TCG is kind of dead, right? Like that ship has sailed. You're buying at a peak at this point. And if you know anything about making smart purchases, you never buy anything at its peak. You buy it at its floor, right? Like that's, it's kind of two plus two equals four kind of a deal. Mm -hmm. Um, so everybody who got in buying at this peak, thinking it was going to go up is now losing their ass and have lost thousands and thousands of dollars on buying things like Shadowless Charizards and base set booster boxes and things like that. But a lot of people miss, you know, misunderstand what they're what what it really means for it to be dead. To where the average collector, like you and I, when it comes to evolving skies and celebrations and shining fates and hidden fates, that market is still very very healthy. If you're looking to spend a little bit of money and hold on to those cards for a very long time, which is kind of like what my play is right now, right? Um, so that's kind of like my response to those people in the comment sections who are, oh, you know, stop making these videos. It's Pokemon is dead. Pokemon is dead. And it's just not the case. It, it is for some people and in some cases, but not for the more affordable stuff. Like, what's your thought on, you know, what I just said? Yeah, no, I agree. You know, being able to, you know, more of like the more modern sets now, um, I definitely think, it, you know, is is a, a better time to buy. Like looking at all the prices of a lot of the sealed product, especially if you're looking to keep some of it sealed. Yep. Um, I mean, everything is pretty much at MSRP, maybe a couple dollars more right now, um, you know, even online. So, you know, I think it definitely is a, you know, kind of good area that we're in right now for more modern collectors. You know, even if you want to, you know, rip it or buy singles, you know, it, it's looking pretty good um, on most of the modern sets right now. Um, in, you know, in terms of vintage stuff, uh, you know, that's always been stuff that's definitely been well out of my price range. Um, <laughs> you know, it's so it's not something that I get into too much. Um, but, you know, you're totally right. Like, you you know, you got to watch kind of the, the ebbs and flows of, you know, the Pokemon market and make sure you're not buying at the peak like a lot of people did when they came rushing back in. Uh, you know, and just, you know, had that nostalgia feeling, oh, I got to have the Charizard because it's the best card and everything like that. Um, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. If you got a couple of those out there, I mean, you got a <laughs> you got a fine card Heck yeah. uh, for sure. But, um, you know, I, I definitely think right now is is, you know, not necessarily the time for, you know, vintage, um, you know, but uh, modern where I'm at uh, is, is definitely looking a lot better, I think. And even for vintage, I would even say the more affordable vintage cards are still open game, you know? Yeah, and sure. when I do my undervalued cards, like on Mondays, that series, you know, that, that a lot of people have enjoyed, finding things, um, you know, like first edition Pikachus and first edition Eevees, first edition Charmanders, like, I still think those are good buys because you're only spending a couple dollars a piece, right? And yeah, I agree with that, yeah. We may even be coming into a section where it's worth buying the big cards again because they are coming back down in price and i'll give you guys a perfect example right now talking about the base set charizard right when you think pokemon tcg you think 
base set Charizard because that's what everybody wants. It's what everybody loves. It was, you know, how you were the coolest kid in middle school 10, 10 15, oh, 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Got all the all the girls, man. Oh, yeah. Pulling that Charizard right out of your pocket. Got all that pocket lint on it. You were the coolest kid. Heck, yeah, man. It's fresh out of the washer because you forgot to take it out of your pocket and your mom washed it. Oof. Shame on you, Madre. But anyway, so let's look at the base set Charizard, okay? Look at the one-year return over the uh, one-year market valuation over on TCG Player. Six months ago, the card was effectively selling for $417 to $418, and we are now down to $330 on market price. And that's taken into account a lot of people that still have not adjusted the price of their base set Charizard. You can find several cards right now over on TCG Player around $300 to $305 for near mint condition base set Charizard. Now, again, that doesn't mean it's a gym mint 10, but it, it means you're probably at least going to get an 8 or better when buying near mint. Um, that's my usually my 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 what I get. So that's that's my thoughts on that. But just the fact that it's come down about $70, $75 in the past six months, I still think it's going to continue to come down. I think we're going to get back into that $250 range. And once you reach that spot, I think you're kind of in the buy phase once again. Because when you go back to like 2015, all of these cards were significantly cheaper. So if you were able to load up on base set Charizards and base set booster boxes back six years ago, you're probably rich right now. Like, go look at guys like Gary. Go look at guys like um, Pokejew. You know, all those people who continued to collect throughout the time when nobody else was collecting. Now they look like geniuses, right? They look like big dogs and money ballers right now, which I'm so jelly. You know, I got to admit, I'm so jelly. Um, but what do you think of that base set Charizard fluctu- fluctuation? Where do you think the yeah. floor is? Where do you think the buy is? And why do you think it inflated so much so quickly? Yeah, well, you know, it, inflating so much so quickly, I mean, to me, has to be that huge influx of people that came, you know, back in in, in 2020. Um, and I, I definitely think, you know, we're, we're on the downslope right now. I don't think we're we're definitely not at the floor. Uh, I think we're kind of in this, you know, in between period where we're in between the 25th anniversary and the 30th, you know, anniversary here, you know, where I think probably, you know, right in the middle is where it's going to, you know, kind of bottom out, I think, um, you know, because, uh, you know, it'll be far enough away from now where, you know, a lot of people, you know, have forgotten or moved on and you know, not close enough to the 30th anniversary to kind of have that ramp back up like we had. Um, you know, so I think, uh, you know, I don't have as much experience in the vintage cards, but I think, you know, floor probably talking anywhere from, you know, maybe I, I can see maybe like 250 to 300 or so yeah. in there. Um, you know, cause you know, as we go further and further, it does get older and older. Uh, they're become, you know, less and less out there, I'm assuming, um, you know, so I, I think that could be where it's at. But um, I'm kind of curious to see where you think it's going to be. I think it's going to be around two. I think 200 is where it's going to settle on its floor because, you know, it, we've actually gotten more. Right. Because the biggest thing that's happened with all this popularity in Pokemon 
is there's been significantly more base set unboxings because it was yeah. the cool thing. It was people were getting followers from it. People were yeah. were growing their social medias and growing their YouTube channels because they were opening up base set Pokemon cards because I can just throw 15 grand away and open up some stuff, you know, and Crazy. from Leonhardt to PokeRev to all these, you know, content creators who were just ripping through base set and jungle and fossil and team rocket like crazy because they could afford the boxes, you know? Um, and you know, to, to, to piggyback off of what I was talking about, the Charizard, look at the base set booster pack, unlimited version six months ago, uh, market price was six fifty. Now it's five ten. So you can go buy a base set booster pack over on TCG player right now for about $475 on the low end market price is five ten. So again, the prices are coming back down almost to where they're buying, but now, now that we've gone over why people are saying that the Pokemon TCG is dead, let's give them the reason why we think it still is okay to buy, right? And in particular, I know you are very familiar with modern product, and yeah. you're more, more, you know, gumption and more comfortable talking about modern product. So, with the modern Fusion Strike, Celebrations, Evolving Skies, right, like these sets that are being mass printed it's another reason why people are saying pokemon is dead because we're entering the junk wax era which if you don't know what junk wax era means in the early 90s late 1980s sports cards did pretty much what pokemon is doing right now but really like times two to where sports cards were getting extraordinarily popular so they started printing 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 to where even even like the most popular rookie cards still to this day are not worth anything because there were so many out on the market, right? So like if you're a football fan, Emmett Smith rookies from like 1989 or 1990, you know, Shaquille O'Neal rookie cards, like things like that, just don't carry more than a couple, you know, 10 to $12 in value anymore to where like the newer stuff, when it's numbered to 25, you're looking at a $5,000 Patrick Mahomes rookie card now. Because there was only 50 ever printed, right? So they've gone the exact opposite route as what Pokemon is doing. And we've had this serial number conversation here on the podcast before. Um, But in terms of the modern stuff, look at the prices for the newest Fusion Strike set and for the Evolving Sky set. And tell me the last time that when Pokemon set came out that there was four or five cards that were worth over $100 three to four weeks into the set. It's unheard of, right? So when when the prices are still that high this early, it still is a healthy market, right? What do you think? No, I definitely think so, especially like pretty much, you know, the last three sets. Uh, I mean, Celebrations did take a really big hit, um, you know, but it's I a guess different specifically. Set, it's a subset. It's true, true, true. I guess, you know, when I, I guess I am thinking more about you know, the most, the three most recent sets with the alt arts. So, you know, fusion yep. strike, evolving skies, uh, chilling rain, uh, all have cards that, you know, are, are, you know, over a hundred dollars still, um, chilling rain definitely has the least, but still, you know, cards that I just looked the other day and cards that I didn't expect, you know, to still be carrying as much value as they are, you know, are, you know, still carrying that value. Um, you know, so I, I think, you know, Pokemon company is coming up with some different ways, you know, most recently being the alt arts, you know, to get us excited, uh, you know, mm-hmm. about, you know, specific cards to the, you know, to the point where, you know, we really, really do want those. It is, it is really special, you know, to pull them or, you know, to buy them as singles just to have them, 
you know, because it's something, you know, really different, I feel like, than, you know, what we've seen in the past, especially at the volume that we've seen, uh, the alternate art cards as well. Um, you know, so that's that's what I would say about, you know, kind of the more recent stuff, um, you know, just some great sets. And I, I think that, you know, again, Pokemon Company is going to come up with something else. You know, we got the, the V-Star cards coming up here, you know, changing, mm-hmm. you know, gameplay mechanics as well. So I think they're going to constantly keep, you know, thinking of stuff. I mean, they're they're 25 years old and, you know, 25 years strong, you know, right now. I don't really think that, you know, they're they're going to, uh, you know, stop anytime soon. You know, I don't I don't see it dying down. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like so, you know, like talking on that, right? Like, do you ever think Nintendo's going to stop making Mario? Oh, absolutely not. Why would they? It's do like you, huge. Do you ever <laughs> think that Universal is ever going to stop uh, making Harry Potter stuff? Um, no, not if uh, it keeps being as hugely popular as it is. Is Marvel ever going to stop making Avengers movies? I hope not. I really like those movies. <laughs> right? So, like, now take those three that I just mentioned, right? Pokemon has outsold them all. Pokemon is the number one multimedia franchise in the entire world in terms of revenue and sales. It's not even close. Number two is a distant, distant farther, and it's Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty is number two, and they're back. Is Disney ever going to stop making Mickey Mouse stuff? No, right? So oh. why why would people think that Pokemon is dying and that Pokemon is going to go away when there's absolutely almost like no chance of that happening considering the amount of money that that's being pumped into Nintendo and Pokemon International and Pokemon Company and all of these different things. And it's it's insane when people say Pokemon's just going to go away. It's never going to happen. But, um, you know, to, to continue the point that we were talking about before, Umbreon VMAX alternate art, Rayquaza VMAX alternate art are still both over $150. Uh, Hidden Fates Charizard is still pushing $350. Um, you know, Shining Fates Charizard is still over $120, $130. Like, all of these cards are still maintaining value if you're able to pull them or buy them as singles. And I don't ever really see them coming down. Now, do I think that $150 is the floor price? For pr- floor price? English, please? <laughs> um, no, I think it'll come down a little bit more. Yeah. It might get down to yeah. like 120, 110, maybe even settle around 100 when we're lock, when we're looking at seven, eight months from now. Um, but it, these cards are going to be something that are significantly sought after for a very long time. And the reason why I think the modern market is still going to be fine is just because they're printing all of these cards doesn't mean that the market is going to be flooded with these high hit, high dollar cards, right? So, like, over on TCG Player, there's 46 Rayquazas and 41 Umbreons. That is not a flooded market for all of this printing that they're doing, right? You know what is getting flooded? Scorch Regular Rare, right? So, Scorch Regular Rare, Bunnel B Common, these are your junk wax cards. And these are the cards that you might as well just throw them in a chipper, honestly. Because right now they're worth four cents a piece, and... 20 years from now, they're probably still going to be worth four cents a piece, right? So loading up on a bunch of bundle bees is not a good idea, <laughs> but guess I should up, take all those bundle bees back then. Yeah. I saw your order <laughs> and I'm going to cancel it for you. Um, well, thank you. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, you know, these, even, even these middle of the road hits are still carrying crazy, crazy value. Espeon V, Dragonite V, Umbreon V, 
Rayquaza V alternate arts for Evolving Skies are all market price over $75 still. And that's kind of like the middle of the pack. You know, you still have your other Evolution V Maxes, even at the $50 marker for the, uh, for, you know, Glaceon, Sylveon, and Espeon. Like, why, why are people saying that the Pokemon TCG is dead just because people aren't loading up on first edition Shadowless booster boxes anymore? That has nothing to do with us. That has nothing to do with the average consumer, right? Yeah, the demand is down from those high, huge $20,000 items, but the demand is not really down from the current modern stuff because people really have gotten back to and enjoyed Pokemon, and it's socially acceptable to be a Pokemon fan again, right? Being a nerd yeah. is cool now. Being a nerd is accepted. Before, you know, if you were... 2014 walking around in your pokemon pikachu shirt as a 28 year old man people were making fun of you but the tides have changed the tides have really changed society is a lot more comfortable being who they are you know whether that's any political party whether that's any affiliation any of that kind of stuff whether you like anime nerd stuff sports like why was it always socially acceptable to enjoy sports which was okay and considered manly, but you couldn't enjoy anime at the age of 32. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's right. how it used to be. And yeah. now now people are kind of like, well, it's kind of the same thing. It's kind of the same thing <laughs> nowadays, right? So yeah, it, when you have that and society has made the shift, I don't ever see things going back to being basically non-existent, right? Po Pokemon's going to continue. They're going to maintain. They're going to power through this. And they're going to have more spikes when today's kids grow up in 20 years. They get, they've got grown folk money. You know, when Brady, my 13-year-old, <laughs> is 30 years old and he's got grown-up money, he may look back and want to buy some of his old Pokemon cards back as well or his Yu-Gi-Oh cards or whatever. You know what I mean? That I mean, that's just my thoughts. What's your thought just on the entire picture? Yeah, no, I, I think you're right, um, you know, on that point where, you know, like the kids nowadays, you know, are going to look back. I mean, that's that's what we did. Right. You know, we looked back, uh, you know, at yeah. those base set cards, Jungle, Fossil, Team Rocket, all those and just, you know, got that Russian nostalgia. And, you know, I, I really think, you know, the you know, all the kids nowadays that, you know, grew up with, you know, in the sun and moon era or, you know, sword and shield era here, you know, are going to do the same thing. And, it you know, that's that's the, the roller coaster that we're on, you know, and once yeah. they you know, kind of hit that again, um, you know, get that nostalgia bone. We're going to be, you know, right back here, you know, at the 30th anniversary, 35th anniversary, you know, having the same conversation again. Um, I agree. You know, so I, I, I definitely, you know, overall, I don't think it's dead. It's, it's really never going to die. I, I don't mm -hmm. ever see it dying. It's like, you know, like we talked about, it's the most massive like media company in the world, Pokemon. Um, so yeah, I don't see it going away anytime soon. They're going to figure something out. They got something up their sleeve, probably another Charizard, but <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna, did, be did you see the uh, leak? Did you see the Charizard I, I, V? I did. Character I rare did. leak. Called I, it, bro. We called it. <laughs> I know. I think it is super spicy and I hope it's true. Um, uh, because oh, that I think is, it is definitely going to be a chase card of mine. Um, I mean, you, you gotta love it. The, the Venusaur and the Charizard going at it. Let's just, Ooh, looks Dude, so good so we're good. still i'm telling you i'm telling you right now we're still getting a gold charizard at some point we're oh, still so. getting it 
you know, we've said it before. Pokemon is a company to make money. To make money, they're a, they're a for profit business. They are not going to let a gold Charizard slip through their fingers. It oh, might no. be in you know the twenty twenty two holiday set, but it's it's gonna be somewhere. So get ready for it. Um, but yeah, definitely definitely not gonna go anywhere for sure. And like the other thing, just to kind of finish what I was talking about before, um, it's it's so much socially acceptable to enjoy that culture now. The same culture that enjoys Pokemon is the same culture that enjoys the MCU. And that's more popular than it's ever been. The same culture that enjoys Harry Potter, which is still, they have a new, one of those Voldemort movies coming out, right? Like, you know, don't sue me. I'm not a a Harry Potter fan. I'm going to get chastised in the comment section here. But Fantastic Beasts or something like that? Something like that. But another one of those is coming out. And they're going to continue. You know, they're going to continue. And anime is more popular than ever. And all this other stuff. It's going to keep happening. Um, And Pokemon is right along there for the ride. So don't stress. Do not worry that you're going to be buying stuff that's going to be worthless in the future. Because I 100%, and this is my opinion, think that that is not the case. I think you're going to be okay. I think that you're actually going to be able to make some money. So let me ask you this, ASX. If you bought something for a million dollars... And then in 20 years, it was worth $2 million. Would that be a good investment? Sure. Yeah, because I'm nowhere close to a millionaire. So, yeah. Well, if I it's could 100% make- return, right? If you, if, you, <laughs> right yeah, yeah. if you bought a commodity right now for $10,000 and in 20 years, it was worth $20,000, you doubled your money. Is that a good investment? I would think I would say so. Yes. Very rarely in things like the stock market, do you make 100% on your return over that type of period, right? Uh, double doubling your money. It almost never happens. Like you can get lucky, you know, you can buy AMC and get rich and you can buy GameStop at the right time and get rich. <laughs> but not, that's not the case for 99% of people in or out of the stock market, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it just doesn't really happen. You can get lucky. Sure. But it doesn't really happen. And why not look at it in that sense for smaller dollar amounts, right? Why not be happy when $1 turns into $2 or when $5 turns into $10, which is exactly what we're trying to do with our Pokemon investment portfolios, right? Because we are on a budget. I might be able to afford $100 a paycheck in Pokemon cards to stash away for long-term hold. And if I do that for 52 weeks out of a year, for 10 years, I'm looking at a very, very healthy pokemon tcg portfolio and if that doubles in price over time you're looking at a pretty good retirement you're looking at a great return at the end of the day and you could be looking at just individual cards to go from two dollars to four dollars or in some cases six dollars to maybe twenty two dollars right so when you're doing that sort of stuff which a lot of people have done if you just ask all the people that still have their collection from 1999 and let me know how they're doing right so when you look at it in that sense, we are still in a healthy market. We're not in a get-rich-quick market anymore, which is what we were in for about 12 months. For about 12 months, we were in a, a, a get-rich-quick get scheme, and that's gone. Now we're back to normal. It still is a healthy market. That's my last thing I'm talking about here. Uh, would you want to add another, another what do you have? Like, like Close us out on the actual conversation. All in all, uh, you know, right now is, you know, a great time to get into the Pokemon hobby. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're seeing, you know, a much more normal 
uh, type of market, you know, for all of, uh, especially the modern products, but all of, you know, the vintage products are starting to come down as well to more, you know, acceptable levels, you know, for collectors. And I think just, it, you know, all over, you know, the, the Pokemon hobby is very healthy. I don't think, you know, it, it is in, you know, it's not dying by any means. Um, you know, I think we got some really good, you know, really cool things to come. Uh, you know, really excited and keeping my fingers crossed for that gold Charizard. I think you're right, you know, about uh, about the holiday set, you know, kind of got me thinking when you said that, you know, we, we got the silver Charizard, you know, silver and, and shiny Charizard in, in Champion's Path. And, mm -hmm. you know, and that was a holiday set. They could go ahead and throw that, that gold Charizard in the next holiday set. I think you're, yep. you know, kind of spot on on that, um, you know. But, uh, yeah, now is a great time to buy, great time to get in the hobby. If, if you, you know, have not been in the hobby for a long time or, you know, you're just starting off fresh with Pokemon. You know, it, it truly is a great time. You know, just make sure you're, you're doing a little bit of research. That's all you got to do. And, uh, you know, you're going to you're going to come out on on the good end. That's right. Be, be strategic. Do your research. Like he said, be strategic in your purchases. Cancel your Bunnelby orders. Cancel your Scorch orders. Pick up some first edition Pikachus, pick up some shiny Charizards, pick up stuff like that because it's going to grow in value over time. And I think as long as you're making good decisions, you'll be sitting in a good, happy, successful place at the end of the day. And remember to follow your TCG Funhouse facts. If you've watched my videos, I built an acronym based around successful Pokemon investing. Facts, fan favorites, affordability, condition, trends, and supply slash rarity. Follow those five key ingredients and you will be more successful than failure when buying Pokemon cards. But anyway, ASX, you know how we do this, man. You got to say one last thing to send the people home. Came prepared this time. I hope you guys all have some spicy pulls this holiday season. Hey, you rehearsed that one, didn't you? I did a you couple times. It. You rehearsed it. All right, guys. <laughs> I appreciate you. Drop a sub. Hit that like. Have a good one.